This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. My Talk 1071, the Lori and Julia Show. Thank you so much, Love. Okay, so on... Uh, Saturday, um, uh, Maureen Dowd did an interview with Uma Thurman in the New York Times, and um, it was about her story about Harvey Weinstein, uh, Quentin Tarantino, and um, anyway, people were left feeling quite unsettled about Quentin Tarantino after reading this New York Times piece, and people um, blamed Quentin for a lot of what happened to Uma, including this terrible stunt gone wrong on the set of Kill Bill. As it turns out, Quentin Tarantino believed that Maureen Dowd would be getting in touch with him to interview him and back up Uma's story, right. which Maureen Dowd did not. So Quentin went to deadline to tell, tell his side right. of the story. And we'll just let the Today Show audio kind of take over from there. Okay. This morning, Oscar-winning director Quentin Tarantino is speaking out about this car crash with actress Uma Thurman during the filming of Kill Bill Volume 2. I am going to kill calling it beyond one of the biggest regrets of my career. It is one of the biggest regrets of my life. It comes after Thurman told the New York Times that Tarantino insisted she drive the car despite her objections. Tarantino recently giving her this behind the scenes footage that she says left her with a concussion, injured knees and permanent damage in her neck. Tarantino now telling Deadline he road tested the car one way, then asked Thurman to drive it in the opposite direction and insisting he was not in a rage and did not demand that she drive the vehicle, saying, I didn't go barging into Uma's trailer, screaming at her to get into the car. None of us ever considered it a stunt. It was just driving. Adding, as a director, you learn things, and sometimes you learn them through horrendous mistakes. Watching her fight for the wheel, remembering me hammering about how it was safe and she could do it, it was heartbreaking. In an Instagram post on Monday, Thurman says Tarantino showed courage by taking responsibility and sharing the footage, adding he also did so with full knowledge it could cause him personal harm, and I am proud of him for doing the right thing. In that same interview with Deadline, Tarantino addressed Thurman's sexual harassment charges against Weinstein. He said he wished he had taken more responsibility after hearing about Weinstein's alleged treatment of Thurman, adding that he made Weinstein apologize to her before filming Kill Bill. And in a statement, Weinstein addressed Thurman as well, saying he acknowledges making an awkward pass at her 25 years ago, but, quote, her claims about being physically assaulted are untrue. And, of wow. course, he addresses the fact that Mira Sorvino, his girlfriend, right. had told him her Harvey story. Yep. And he said, you know, 
I just chalked it up to, well, he's, you know, from a different area when the guy chases the secretary around right. his desk. Like the Mad Men style. Uh, or something. Yeah. And Gw- Uma Thurman does not believe Quentin Tarantino had malicious uh, intent. And um, she went to Instagram about it. Diane Kruger, who was also mentioned in this New York Times right. Piece Story. about Inglorious Bastards. She said that she loved working with Quentin Tarantino right. and all of that. But while all of this is happening, yes, um, radio interviews live forever. And so um, one of the things that has come out today is the audio of Jezebel posted it. Um, Quentin Tarantino did an interview with Howard, Howard Stern. Stern in 2003, arguing that his... Um, uh, that he defended Roman Polanski's sexual abuse of the 13-year-old girl. He said um, that she wasn't raped, that she wanted to have sex, oh. and that she was down with it. And at so, 13. At 13. <laughs> so those 2003 comments, uh, that interview, that's getting... Play. You can play hear right it in his words, yep. and um, the oh. fact that he kind of just patted his girlfriend Mira Sorvino on the head, Uma Thurman, after yep. she shared his story. So, I mean, Quentin and he's Tarant- remaking a movie about Roman Polanski. Yeah, okay, I was just adding. Yes, yes, that. he's yeah. making a movie about Charles so, Manson and the murder of Roman Polanski's yeah. wife Sharon Tate and all of that. But that Howard Stern interview was in two thousand and. In three, so that's making um, the rounds, and she she did tell Quentin that before they worked together on Kill Bill, and he'd already heard from Mira that Weinstein was awful. Um, that he he said while well, we're getting ready to do it, she said, "Listen, um, so I made Harvey apologize to Uma, right? And um, I made him do that." He wants to make sure that all of us know that. Was that. Big. So that was big. Anyway, um, he he does seem regretful or whatever. He does, but he also feels like um, the way she responded, Uma Thurman, that he didn't have malicious intent. Sort of the way that she talks about it, she 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 thinks that you know he was borderline abusive to make her do that stunt. Yeah. And that Harvey Weinstein and two other people that he worked with, they got rid of the car. Right. Because she wanted to see the car. And see the footage the, and everything. She wanted to. And she didn't get the footage till Saturday. I told you that. Yeah. He, she has been asking for the footage for years and never got it. Yeah. She specifically really is calling out CAA and yep. the cover up that's gone there. And also with Harvey Weinstein, it seems to be that uh, Tarantino is, you know, she's worked out whatever yes i would agree with you i would agree with you okay so she doesn't blame him for the accident but yeah the this uh whole interview he said you can't throw the word rape around it's like throwing the word racist around it doesn't apply to everything people use it for he was guilty for having sex with a minor and is this the that's not this is the quentin tarantino yeah so So anyway, so that's happening. And also, uh, people want to know why no one's asking him anything, and that would be Gary Oldman, um, who's campaigning for an Oscar. How come no one's asking him about 
um, the he, assault on his third wife. He's now married to his fourth okay, wife. Okay, so this is something, mm-hmm. and this came up in the Screen Actor Guild um, in the media room when he won his award, and um, you were looking it up, and, and no one said anything, which would have been so uncomfortable at that point in time to say something. Why do the why do the white guys get to breathe through I don't through want everything? him to breathe through this. I think it's terrible. And his his third ex-wife this Donya Fiorentino, uh-huh. she gave an interview to the Daily Mail and she said, you know, she she here's what she said. It happened a long time ago, but it was incredibly traumatic to me because he hit me in front of our kids. The kids were held hostage in this war between us. I ran out of money and I was representing myself in court and money, power and fame won. I will take the blame. I big, I played a big part in destroying my life. She and Gary were big drinkers. Okay. okay. And, and that is something I have to live with. I don't blame Gary for everything, but it takes two people to destroy something. And the perpetrators of domestic abuse have to live with that too. Because oh. he took yep. the phone and started yes. smashing it. Oh, but he literally oh, doesn't get asked says. by anybody. No. And so, like, no. ask him more is kind of the... Well, it's kind of like that would be a phone conversation, a phone interview, because I think, because it feels like in some of these group settings, was he at the Oscar luncheon yeah. yesterday? Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, someone needs to, but it wouldn't be in a group city situation. No, and Maggie Gyllenhaal... Uh, what did she say? Well, she gave an interview... Um, let me see what this interview is from. She gave it to the Huffington Post. Okay. And she did this interview when she was at Sundance promoting her movie, The Kindergarten Teacher. Okay. And she just said, um, as far as the hashtag Me Too and asking people their stories about a Me Too, that she doesn't think like a red carpet is the place it to isn't. have the conversation. Good. Good. And a, a short interview, short soundbite type of situation is not the place to 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 have it. I would agree 100%. And that was what bothered us, I think, a little bit in the media room at the SAG Awards, is everyone wants to ask about that. These people, have, it. that's a bigger conversation. But someone ought to, you know, not um, that, I mean, Gary Oldman, that he is the odds-on favorite. call Gary right now. Yeah, call yeah, him and see right. if he'll talk to us. Because you can first compliment him, because you loved his performance in that movie. Uh, I, well, I, I mean, I can separate that from what right. he did. As yeah. a, you know, But you could start the interview saying, I loved your performance. Yeah. But... Yeah. How have you been asked once or how do you, you know, how do you, do you respond that? to the fact? And Maggie Gyllenhaal also knows that her co-star and at the deuce, James Franco, right. um, that that show, they do work it together. Right. And she did. I guess she's going to be going to be canceled. She's going to be on the cover of Marie Claire. But she told Marie Claire that she would not answer any questions about James Franco mm-hmm. because it was just a I don't even know if she's the cover girl. It was a one-page Q&A. Yeah, and you can't. Like about your favorite things. Mm. And she said, I can't condense how I feel about all of this yeah. into well, this. Right. So do you yeah. feel okay well, about that? I, I really do, Lori, because mm. there is... Because she's liberal and outspoken. I feel like she sides with the victims 100%. Well, there's plenty of abuse of women in that show. Yes. And a lot of the prostitutes getting beat up. Yeah, that is part of the show. So, I mean, maybe she could have answered it that way, but she just flat out said, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, and then on the other side of it, Ryan Seacrest um, says that sexual misconduct allegations against him were gut-wrenching. And that was when E 
um, looked into a former wardrobe stylist claimed that Ryan Seacrest behaved inappropriately toward, towards her 10 years ago. Yeah. And he said, you know, he couldn't believe, he just couldn't believe it. Um, and he said he's always strived to treat people who worked along him um, with respect. And um, Is this his guest uh, editorial he did yep, for The Hollywood Reporter? Yep. And when the allegations against him came out, he knew his name would appear besides the names of other men who had previously been accused as well. Mm-hmm. And he says, I absolutely want to be part of the change, the progress that is coming. I did not want to be a postscript of its cause. And give Kat, bring Cat Sadler back and give her her damn raise. Damn it. It's Come not on, his Ryan. job. He doesn't run. He. I know he does. But he just said, he said, um, oh, okay. And it just innocent before proven guilty. And he said, it just, you're immediately guilty. And he says that he, um, I'm not even, you're looking at me so wrong. I'm not looking at you. I'm just listening to you. Oh my God. But you're reading. (laughs) He said, we must find a way to ensure that everyone, the public, the private, the public institution, the accusers, the alleged accused is given the opportunity for a swift and fair review. Yeah, well, he's just saying women have been waiting for a swift and fair review for many, many, many years. So Ryan, maybe just, you know, enjoy your time in the Bahamas with Kelly. And I'm glad you got cleared by Are they the, in the outside. Bahamas this week? Yes, they're in the Bahamas this week. And watching him coming out dancing to the, you know, um music. Yeah. Uh, Bahamian music. The Bahamian yeah. music oh, with all the drums and yeah. Let's just say he's that Ryan doesn't have any dance. Yeah, he he's can't dance. Terrible. He can't dance. He, can't he dance. totally can't dance. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the dirt alert. He's a my talk dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth, our well-rested Super Bowl correspondent. Went to bed at 8 p.m., my friends. I believe I feel like a whole new person. Guess what's going to happen again tonight? Another 8 p.m. bedtime. This is how we're rolling. It's going to take a week to recover from the week of the Super Bowl madness. (laughs) I'm sure. Absolutely will. All right, I know you girls have been covering all sorts of stuff, but if you're just tuning in for the Dirt Alert, I just want to make sure that everyone is clear. Kylie Jenner has named her daughter Stormy. With an eye. With an eye. eye. What a beautiful little baby. Yeah, I mean the sweetest little name. It's a stripper and a porn star name. It's a tough name. It's not a great name. You're right. She welcomed her daughter with Travis Scott on February 1st. She never confirmed her pregnancy and she did announce the birth on Sunday on Instagram, which I did kind of think, way to go. You don't have to say it if you don't want to. Well, no way. I mean, that was all that whole Bigfoot thing. That was all, that was just deliberate, you know, marketing strategy of her pregnancy. That's all. No, you're right. Is she or isn't she? Oh, she's not telling us. We all knew she was, but it was like, you know, finding the Yeti or the Bigfoot. Yeah. Does it really exist? Unbelievable. And the baby, the Yeti or the Bigfoot or Stormy. Twitter is very funny though, right now. Yes, Twitter's the Twitter reactions to the baby's name Hilarious. have been very, very funny because mm-hmm. people just can't handle it. Here's one: uh, Kylie Jenner's daughter being called Stormy is just going to make Christmas Day at Chris Jenner seem like a weather forecast. North Chicago, Stormy. Oh, I. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No. <laughs> Here's another user joke. This is another buddy on tw- another somebody on Twitter. Somebody just said it'll be stormy with the chance of rain in the north of Chicago. I said, "Wait." Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And then they replied, "It was a dream." Yeah. These are all the names. I know it. Yeah. So are the Kardashians actually creating a weather forecast of kids? It's going there to be you stormy? go. Yeah. <sighs> that is really funny. I did. Someone else said, "Does Chris Jenner think her grandchildren are Power Rangers?" <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh huh. This is good. <laughs> Another Twitter, uh, somebody on Twitter said, everyone was so certain Kylie's baby was going to be called Butterfly, but she threw a massive curveball and named her Stormy. Oh, yeah. it's so right. I know. Especially so. in light of the whole Stormy Daniels. That's Donald what I think Trump. is strange. Yeah, I, know. I know. It's like, what? I know. Uh-huh. It's a bizarre thing. It is Stormy with an I, not Stormy, Stormy with a Y, like uh, Stormy Daniels. I have a chicken named Stormy. Do yes. you really? Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing animal name. Well, yeah, she's gray, and so my niece is named her Stormy. Mm-hmm. And we also have a chicken named Ruby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's really cute. Yeah, thanks. They lay eggs every day. They're freezing, though, right now because it's so cold. The yeah. eggs are freezing. The chickens are fine. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, Reese Witherspoon is talking about how she left an abusive relationship, okay? This one's interesting. She's on the cover of O Magazine. She's with Mindy Kaling and Oprah because they're talking about Wrinkle in Time. And Reese Witherspoon saying that she was physically and emotionally abused by this person when she was young. She did not name her alleged abuser. We she think is, it's Ryan Phillippe. I yeah. kind of think so, too. She's mm-hmm. talking, she says, I was young, really young. And she was very, very young when she dated Ryan Phillippe. Yes, she was. And married him and had children with him. And he she, was jealous of her. He Yes. He uh, says a line... I'm sorry. And I said physically, I meant psychologically yes. and verbally yes. abusive. Emotionally, yes. verbally, right. verbally abusive. abusive. Thank you for, I wanted to make yeah. sure I clarified that. A line got drawn in the sand and it got crossed and my brain just switched is what Reese Witherspoon said. I knew it was going to be very difficult, but I just couldn't go any further. It was profound and I was young, really young. She says the fact that she stood up for herself was a profound changing moment in her life though that made her the person that she is today. Yeah, so, I, I agree. There you go. Uh, Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher. Okay, we've been talking a little bit about his return to hockey all right and is there something shady going on is there more to this story well today in us weekly the story is that uh she wanted him to return to hockey and she was very happy and that he has her blessing it's a little odd because he retired from the nhl he played for the nashville predators she didn't like him at home he retired he came home she had that bizarre fall in her yard in which she had these stitches and all of this. And then he suddenly goes back to playing hockey. 
It's kind of odd. I feel like there's something strange going on well, here. Like what? What would it be? I don't know. I don't know what to speculate. I just haven't met home. I don't. That's know. what I was thinking. I mean, insiders saying that it was hard for him to be. You know, he was on the road for so long, and then he'd healed, and he decided he wanted to go back. I mean, I get that, but yeah. I don't know. This whole fall thing. There's something like just not settling right with me with yeah. these stories. Is oh. your are you having some twitchy? Yeah, feelings? I'm having like, like a little gut feeling of like this is weird. Do you yeah. think abusive feelings? I don't no. know. I mean, I, I that would go far. I don't know if it was like maybe too much partying or yeah. something. I think they kind of. Try to put on a really squeaky clean image. I, Mike Fisher was one who said that he was a virgin before he married her. I mean, it was kind of a, I just always feel like there's a little bit too much trying to push an idea of how things are with yeah. these two like versus how things really are. Mm-hmm. That's my gut feeling there. So I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's my thought. Yeah. Uh, the show Once Upon a Time is going to end after season seven. Did you know it was still yes. on? It is. It is. So yeah. in case you were wondering, yes, it is. And it's going to end. If you're a fan I give you that. Rob Gronkowski, what a bummer for this guy. I I know. I mean, he's playing in the Super Bowl and his house gets robbed. Uh, TMZ Sports had the 911 call. He called police personally when he realized that his house had been burglarized when he was here in Minnesota. Uh, He called and he said, this isn't an emergency. It's just Rob Gronkowski calling. And while I was gone, my whole house got robbed while I was on the Super Bowl trip and I just got back. Oh, no. Isn't that such a It's just the worst. So the burglars broke into the house through a window and raided several rooms. This is what the police report says. His bedroom door was locked and they didn't get inside. But Rob has two roommates and both of their rooms were raided. Which is kind of funny that he has two roommates. Yeah, that is very, really weird. Uh, police weird. have not said what items were stolen, but Inside they said job. that they're on the Inside hunt. Inside job. It's got to be. It's always this way that people know. And people know, you know, it's kind of hard for him to hide that he was gone. Everyone knew he was going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that, right. I'm sure they'll work on trying to find out who did it. In the meantime, Stormy, little Stormy. Welcome to the world. Stormy Jenner. Twitter's very funny right now with that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Is it Stormy Jenner or is it going to be Stormy Scott? Did she say? I'm not married. She's not not married. I would make it be Jenner. I mean, I would too, but that's Mm -hmm. me. All right. Thanks, friends. All right. Thank you so much. When we come back, we got the study of duh, and this time it's about hangovers. Sorry, it's a day late. (laughs) Well, duh. Uh, We got some doozies of a duh today. So I thought, really, let's talk about hangovers. Okay, there's a study done about uh, the real reason hangovers get worse with age. Okay, what is it? Okay, so the real reason hangovers get worse with age is that not only will duh, you're partying less at, let's say, 42 than you are at 20. Four. Correct, Amundo. And um, par- that the as we age, our bodies get worse at a lot of things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, that is just a just, given. That a is given. a true statement. You and can just write that one down. Hangovers are still a bit of a mystery to scientists who have totally not entirely worked out all the causes of the wretched day after drinking feeling. But we do know that regular, steady. Consistent alcohol consumption peaks around the age of 25. Oh, is that what they say? Yeah, that's <laughs> what they say. That that where, you know, you will go out six nights out of the week. You can do that. Oh, my god! Without any Does effect. Does that sound painful? Whatsoever. Painful. Just the sleep part of it alone. Yeah. And, we, and so this study, why getting out of 
quote unquote practice drinking and changes your body and why your hangover crush is so much worse at 30, 35, 42, 62, whatever it age it is. Basically, uh, your increasing body fat is not designed to soak up alcohol. Oh. Is that it? So the more muscle you have? Yes. Our body's really? fat content diminishes the ability to process alcohol and, for lack of a better term, practice at drinking excessive amounts of booze. Who, I, all right. I never have heard that before. And so they looked body at fat people content? specifically over the age of 29 because... Um, enzymes, you know, and our liver breaks down the alcohol and blah, blah, blah. But um, practice makes perfect. And if your liver adjusts in the opposite direction, if you stop drinking at sort of a high volume, your liver gets a reset and it goes back to producing the lower levels of uh, the enzyme alcohol. So anyway, and our overall metabolism slows down. With age, and that leads to the uphill battle in a hangover. Yep. And very depressing. Yeah. And at the <laughs> same time, both uh, uh, guys and gals lose muscle mass. Fat is only wow. 10% water, and muscle is 75% water. So it alcohol is, is water no, soluble, okay. meaning it's absorbed much more quickly by muscular body, bodies rather than by the fattier. Less water really? bodies. Yeah. Okay, now I this is new news. This is a twofold problem, not only for absorption, but dehydration, Joel. Well, so, the dehydration is the killer. Yeah. And inevitably as we age, we are more likely to become dehydrated. And once our internal sense of thirst goes down, then we are just left <laughs> with the feeling of fatigue. Of and all we need is hell is more happening water. in my body. Yeah. It's there's actually a group called the Alcohol Hangover Research Group. Well, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. because they're probably funded by a million different and drug al- companies trying to find the perfect drug. And also the fact that um, that there's uh, they say there's a, a link between the severity of a hangover and sleep. So that sleep degrades with age and maybe as when you're younger, you can sleep through anything. You can sleep till noon. About anything. And yeah. So anyway. Well, to me, that seemed dub, but yeah, we learned things. No, I didn't think it was duh. Okay. The happiest teens and the happiest adults only get an hour of screen time on social media a day. The happiest teenagers do just spend that hour a day. Uh And the same, they are finding with adults. And they even looked at, okay, kids who do like up to two hours of screen time. Okay. Um, and, uh, here's the thing. If the internet is your kid's only way to socialize, right? cutting them off could do more harm than good. But kids that are spending one hour at the most are the happiest kids spending two hours are still happier than than the kids that are doing three. So you just really have to figure out how to limit that. And the researchers looked at studies from previous years. They found that the overall happiness of teenagers has been on a sharp decline since 2012. Why? Smartphones. 2012 was the year that more than 50% of Americans owned a smartphone. I totally believe this because people don't Mm. have conversations. People don't Mm. have quiet anymore. And even don't have peace. And even with older people, like a lot of people call Facebook, oh, that's your grandmother's thing now, or too many old people are on it. But one of the things that they found with older people 
who are spending time on Facebook. Yes, it's great to see the photos or whatever, but they too, if they spend more than one, two hours max, the depression and unhappiness level goes way yeah. up because you mm. just see too many, too many things that either you make don't you have or that you want to do or you or whatever. And so I'm always kind of telling my mutti, don't you be spending all day on Facebook? Because yeah. I can kind of tell when can I you? talk to her at night if she's been on Facebook too long. You she can? sounds blue. Really? Yeah. Like today oh, when I sense. called her, she'd had somebody over for lunch and they spent like four hours together. And you, you know, need face to face, even FaceTime conversations, but you can't have a one way conversation with a computer. Just sitting there mindlessly scrolling makes people very to me that seems dub, but it I'm, does, but it's but at the same time it's something though. that people need yep. to be very aware yeah. of. And that makes me sad that the overall happiness of teenagers has been on a sharp decline since twenty twelve. I'm telling you, these phones are the devil. I've been uh-huh. saying it for years. You have, Julia. I have. The the I'm telling you, I was. Uh, it's funny you say that because I was talking to uh, I was talking to Molly last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I'm 24, and I'm glad I was born before all of this stuff blew yes. up. That's what and Casey's I didn't kids have say to too. Deal with it, yeah. Yep. And I said, good for you, on. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's really a stressor on kids. The stuff yeah. that that gets said, and people know how to you know make fake accounts and then yeah. spam and troll and say mean Duh. things and. Yep. Yeah, it's really... Okay, here's another study. Um, This is more of a helpful study. Okay. Saying you do Pilates boosts your chances of finding dates online. Yep, according... Saying that you're really... You have a strong core. Just right... Any thing that you can do that indicates you're a regular exerciser. Uh Pilates is considered the sexiest workout. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And just mentioning... Pilates in your profile, according to uh, Match.com, results in a ridiculous 160% more messages so funny. coming Gosh. your way. So funny. Any kind. I mean, you could say kickboxing, 139%. Zumba, 137%. Yep. Yoga, 118 And just simply saying that you stay active with exercise, 81% more. So even if you don't add it in, yeah, you just lie. Just lie. <laughs> if you're looking to find dates, you just need, lie. You gotta, just lie. you gotta take yeah. no prisoners. There you go. You gotta take no prisoners. You're gonna have to be vicious. No it's a vicious world out there. <laughs> it's a vicious world. <laughs> and the newest dating trend that you need to watch out for is sneezing. Uh-huh. Not sneezing, which is sneezing peen or sneezy while skiing. Yeah, sneezing, but sneezing. What is it? Sneezing is. Um, Accepting a date just so you can sneak your way through a good meal because you know that you're going to split the meal and you're going to order the most expensive thing. Oh, that's so ridiculous. This is beyond. <laughs> so it's it's like the old thing you used to do in your 20s, accept a date to, so someone will pay for dinner. Right, but maybe now there's a lot more people that on a first type of a date thing, there might be a, or meeting, maybe you're meeting for lunch, but you're just splitting the bill. Who does that? People do do that. Uh-huh. A lot of younger people, Julia, will uh-huh. will uh, split the bill. But know to just be aware of the person 
who's ordering lobster ravioli for lunch while you're getting your, your cup of coffee your, and your, soup broth. Yeah, your, your tomato bed. And, and then yeah. you're splitting the bill, and that person has needed their way. But sneeding happens at all ages. With yeah. It doesn't even have to be a date. Sneeding happens with friends and stuff, and you're like, yeah. God, I ordered nothing, and I'm paying. I had a dinner sale, and I'm paying for your steak. I just got sneeded. Yeah. A sneaky cheat. Oh, I like it. Yeah, so. Um, a sneaky cheat. Mm-hmm. Not sneeding. to be confused with sneaky beat. I know it. <laughs> Honestly. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, it is time for our that favorite. That was good stuff, Lori. I, I have think. to admit. When we come back, it's our, um, you know, favorite headlines of the day. Recently, over. We're getting two of Perfect today. This time the Beyonce version. And uh, Beyonce just dropped a whole bunch of Valentine's Day merchandise that we've posted if you want to take yeah. a look at that. And um, our favorite headline today is uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, uh, Justice for Janet worked, and uh, Spotify is up. Yeah, she got 150% mm-hmm. up on the um, downloads. On the downloads. Yeah, very, 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 very good. good. So. Way to go, Janet. Bravo, Justin also got uh, yep, he, uh, yeah, 700%. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. <laughs> for yeah. his not man of the woods no, but, but sexy stuff. back and some yes. of the other snippets great, of songs he has some yeah. great music yeah. all right what yeah. other headlines we got done giselle bunchen uh, wife of tom brady mm-hmm. she told her kids sometimes you have to let other people win oh well <laughs> well that's the same thing as, you don't let them win i mean they beat you, you yeah well i know you. but you want to know what yeah can't win them all. Her kids are really young. Yeah. They're like five and two or something. I mean, they're not old. Yeah, they're five they, and seven or something. Yeah, they're, well, they're eight and ten and, are they, is she and eight? five. Yeah. There's five, eight, and ten or something like that. I love it. So um, I'm sure, you know, they're kind of used to seeing their dad win. Always win and they're wondering what's going on. I don't know if she really said let. I don't I know don't where either. that story's coming from. All right. Uh, Lady Doritos are coming to town because... Doritos are too loud for delicate ladies. Yeah, we don't need a lady Dorito. We don't need a new kind of a snack for ladies. I mean, come on, PepsiCo, you know frito what, You know what snack I would like them to perfect a little bit more? Because I love the bugles that you stick on your fingers, you yeah. know? Like nails. I haven't had those in decades. I know, those are good. They're very hard to find. They are. Yeah, a bugle. Bugles. They're very good. Mm-hmm. I would like to see more of those on the shelves. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Kylie Jenner didn't talk about her pregnancy for fear of being judged for being so young. Okay, now that I don't believe 100%. But I sort of believe it. She's, uh, what, 20? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, listen, I judge. What, for being pregnant at 20? No, I, I just, well, I judge when she was dating that older man, when she was... That, that, because that was, that was, uh, you know, her boyfriend, she, she was only... 16 and he was 24 with yeah. the kid that i didn't judge judged. i actually i don't f- judge if somebody is no. a young mom i don't either i felt bad for her though because she was single and uh, the, i judged the name stormy with an eye <laughs> that's yeah. the name of the baby i just- judge that and i don't have any problem with being judgy about that and uh 
if you're a Stormy because that's like been a family name or something like that. It but I just be. kind of feel like no. Maybe that family just has. Uh, they just do goofy. They have names. goofy names. They mm-hmm. just get the goofy name book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the goofy name. Book. Well, they have that <laughs> name. It's next it's... to the you know the hottest baby names. Yeah. It's the goofiest yeah. baby's mm-hmm. names. Uh, Nicole Richie, makeup has power. You can transform yourself into another being. Well, I love makeup, and yeah. I think she's telling the truth. She cause... has an interview with People okay. Style to promote her collaboration with Urban Decay. Thank you. Okay, and she's so she's in the makeup business. Now. She's representing a new eyeshadow pal- palette called Naked Petite Heat. Ooh. Which has the rose gold color palettes that everyone's talking about. Yes. It's not available until um, February twenty second. But yeah, makeup does have power. Speaking of makeup having power, Sonia Kashit is she done Kashet? at Target? Because there everything's on clearance. There was no product left. Whoa! I know. I thought wow. I was wondering if you noticed that at Target because I love her illuminating. Um, Bronzer? No, foundation, or, the illuminating stuff. Yeah. I loved it. Well, and I went, stuck up. Well, there wasn't any left. Oh, I mean, shoot. they were down to nothing. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal on the hashtag MeToo. An interview is not the place to have the conversation. She means like on a, on red, a red carpet, carpet. or a short 100%. form interview that it's too, if you're really looking for some meat to the conversation. Agree. Yeah. All right. It's not the right spot. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews threatened with losing uh, a job unless he dropped the Adam Vennett suit. Adam Vennett also represents Sylvester Stallone, yeah. and Sylvester Stallone is cast Terry Crews in his Expendable Fours movie, and he was basically politely told, drop your lawsuit if you want to stay in the movie, which is terrible. It's terrible. And I'm glad Terry Crews let everybody know about this. I love, We're that, watching. He, I love that he sends it out. Mm-hmm. Uma Thurman does not believe Quentin Tarantino had malicious intent. He's very happy that she explained that today because he's now dealing with his 2003 Howard Stern interview where he staunchly defended Roman Polanski that it wasn't possible for Roman to have raped a 13-year-old because um, she She wanted wanted it. it. Oh, dear. I'm telling you. Yep. Your words will come back to haunt you people. Yeah. Is Prince Harry going to invite Sarah Ferguson to part of his wedding? Um, Which part? Yeah, well, she's invited the to the wedding. And, uh, yeah, I bet they're still... I don't know. When is the last time... Was she invited to William and Kate's? She, yeah, I believe she was invited to... Not like the, I don't know. She was invited to the wedding, not the reception, I think is what it was. No, it's, it's, um, I guess, I don't know. And if the dad still. Philip can't stand her. That's the big problem. The dad, the grandpa. Grandpa Philip cannot stand Sarah Sarah Ferguson. Ferguson. He just absolutely cannot stand her. But um, because Harry is close with his cousins, Beatrice and Eugenie, Mm -hmm. they're going to figure out something. Do you invite, you know, the. Your uncle's much loathed ex-wife just because you're fond of the cousins. Answer answer me that, Jules. It depends on the ex. It depends on your what your uncle thinks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Who is married to her. Mm-hmm. Pink to troll. You just suck by yourself on a dirty couch. 
<laughs> okay, so Pink, you know, she's wanted to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl her whole life. And I know. She finally gets the chance to do it, and then people were like, kind of. Anyway, there's this person whose handle is Dirty Couch on Twitter. Oh, funny. And he wrote, If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times, Pink sucks. And if you like her singing, you're <gasps> dumb. And Pink just tweeted back to him, yeah, but at least I suck while singing our country's national anthem, and you just suck by yourself Sitting on a dirty couch. couch. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Big that's funny. That's a good clap back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Old JT had a lower Super Bowl viewership uh, than Lady Gaga last year. Well, there were more people watching the Super Bowl last year. That's not his fault. Uh, well, Julia, you're really being very, very nice there because it was I a, am considerable, very nice. a considerable. Because you said they can tell how many they, people they stay. They see who tunes, tunes in and in tunes, tunes out. Because there are people the who halftime. just watch the Super Bowl just for the halftime that's, show. That's true. People were not tuning in. Never forget. Hashtag. Oh, God. Sorry, Jules. All right. Lastly, Lifetime, they did a pretty good job casting a Meghan Markle lookalike for their movie. They did. Mm -hmm. You posted the photos yourself, Donnie, on the thing. I don't know when this Lifetime thing is going to air. Neither do I. But we've got the real life wedding coming up on what date? May, May 18th or 19th? 19th. Okay. Okay. Now, Donnie knows the date better than you. I expect more. <laughs> that was just a from minor you. slip. It was minor. a minor slip. It was a minor slip. slip. Yeah. All right, good. Won't happen again. All Thank right. you. Okay. All right, listen. Goodbye. Everyone have a good night. Job done. Off you go. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands, like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.